1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard, Craig Bullerjack expected to join us. In fact, he joins us right now on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Bowler, how the heck are you? Hey, Bowler. Scotty, Hans, it's been a while. Wouldn't miss a chance to chat with you two. How you doing? Uh, we're doing better now. We yeah, get to chat so with you, good. that's for sure. Uh, you know, how you got th- football. You got football happening, man, too. Now we're starting to blend it all together. It's crazy. Well, it's been busy, but it's about to get busier. I mean, it, jazz tip-off, <laughs> yeah. the season tip-off to me is Christmas Day, man. This is exciting. Yeah, I love it, Hans. I tell you, I've been anticipating this for a long time. You know, summer league's one thing, and then preseason's another. But to open up at home especially makes it even more special. Last year we were on the road to open and had to come home for the home opener. But this is the combo of, of the season and home opener. I love it. Uh, you know, it's OKC, it's an old rival, but yet some new faces, Chris Paul, uh, Gallinari, uh, who've come over. I mean, who hasn't made a change right in the West? I mean, the Jazz are right there as well. And, you know, and OKC is not the team we remember without Westbrook, but Adams is still a force, and I'm anxious to see how Chris Paul fits into this uh, equation uh, with uh, Billy Donovan. You know, we talked a lot about, you know, the teams that got better in the West, you know, Houston, uh, the Clippers, obviously, and boy, they looked great last night, and AD going to the Lakers. But are we overlooking Oklahoma City? Should they be in the conversation as a uh, as a legitimate uh, playoff team in the West? My gut feeling says no. Uh, I just I think Chris Paul is injury prone, and look, 15 years in this league is a long time. Uh, Gallinari is prolific from three point land. I'm not sure again just how strong they are and how deep. Uh, but, again, you can't take any team in the West lightly. Look, somebody's going to bust out and surprise like Denver did last year, and they held on to it. I never thought Denver would really stay that steady throughout the 82 games, and they and they did. But, you know, they'll, they'll be a surprise team. Uh, if Chris Paul's healthy, I mean, uh, he's only played 58 games the last two seasons, and I think that's the biggest concern, if he can actually go the distance. And how much, Scotty and Hans, how much really is left in his heart um, you know, to go play. I think he wants to be someplace else. But, you know, again, he you know, he may he may take it to another level. We'll see. That's the beauty of this, of this particular season. So many stories, and we've not even begun except last night. And you're right, Kawhi and the Clips looked uh, very good. And already AD's not happy with playing the five in L.A. with the Lakers, so that's going to have to be, you know, rectified after game one. So <laughs> I don't know, one. man. Playing, playing with LeBron is difficult, right? But uh, he knew what he was getting into, but it's going to be a fun year. So, Bowler, you've got many years of experience with preseason games and their relation to openers and regular seasons. <laughs> What type of parallel do you draw, if any, from a preseason performance to openers and regular seasons? Well, I think it's foolish not to say, hey, look, there were some concerns. And I think, again, you have to step back and not not overdo it on your, uh, you know, on the way you uh, kind of break down this team in preseason. Look, I'm going to be, I'll admit, I'm guilty. I thought this team would be a little bit more cohesive in those five games, and they were. And I think, again, that probably goes with the the experience of Mike Conley, 12 years in Memphis, now in his 13th, and he comes over. And I thought, you know, Donovan and him would would blend, and and Bogdanovich maybe would, would, you know, give us a little bit more of a show. But you know what? When you step back, I think, again, no matter who you are, what level you play, there's still that sixth sense that in hands you know this uh, you can read the mind of your teammate you know which way he's going on the line 
Uh, you know the cut, you know the angles, and I, I think that's what the Jazz have worked diligently on all preseason and even this last week following up to tonight. I, I expect a better team on the floor. I'm not going to say they, uh, you know, they've got a tough five games and seven nights to start, which may be good because there's less time to think. You just go out and do your thing and play. It may be a blessing for the Jazz to get on the floor and play that many games in a short period of time. But, you know, I, I think it's going to come. This talent, this roster, and the level they've played at in different uh, with different teams is is too good, and that's why the the excitement is so high, the expectation. And again, look, human nature plays a role here. I don't care how how much you get paid, uh, you know how mentally tough you may say you are. You still have the human aspect of this, and that is those expectations. I think Bogdanovich maybe got a little bit uh, into that where he was just going to knock down every three he put up, but most of those shots were were long. Most of those shots hit back rim, and that tells me that, you know, the adrenaline, the, he was anxious, and I'm hoping to see just the flow, you know, come to this come to this team tonight. I will say watching practice and shoot around this morning, look, this bench is going to be good, too. Uh, I think it's pretty much decided Royce is going to start, and Joe will be sixth man, Jeff Green, Ed Davis, Moutier, uh, George Niang. So I, 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 that excites me. Because I think now you have a, a, another five players who come off the bench, uh, and depending on how Quinn wants to mix them, but uh, there's some quality quality minutes going to be played. I think with this team too, holding leads or maybe overcoming um, you know a deficit. But I think you know Joe will be one of those guys that finishes games. That's what I'm looking for. But uh, Joe uh, has accepted whatever his role may be. He was in that situation a couple of years ago, and I think that's the one thing that makes this team so special is that. Uh, they still have that team concept, and whatever's best for the other five, I'll do. And that's uh, that's kind of the Joe Ingles way. The great Craig Buller, Jack, right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Uh, you know, the concerns about the Jazz defensively, uh, is there cause for concern? Or do you think that uh, things will eventually work themselves out and this Jazz team will go back to being an elite defensive team? Well, I know Quinn wants it to be that way, but Scotty, let's break it down. And I, I think when you lose a tough guy like Crowder and a, and, and a guy in De- Derek Favors who knew the last two years his role finally, uh, he seemed to, uh, even though he got to start, he was still a dynamic player and and was a terrific rebounder, terrific hands. Um, and the system seemed to really kind of fit him. I'm not sure if that's going to happen in New Orleans, to be totally honest. But, you know, with Zion down for four to six weeks, that's another whole story. That's bizarre. But carrying 285, uh, that's going to be difficult for a big guy to do and, and stay healthy. But I think the Jazz will be a, a more, I think, a high scoring. I think the, the ability to score, and that's what they went for. They had to keep up with the, the, the three-point craze in the league, especially in the West. They had to give up something to gain something. And I don't know if Rudy um, and Royce and uh, Jeff Green at Davis can do it, you know, all by themselves. I mean, Rudy needs help. And that's my point. Rudy needs help. And I'm not sure most of those players that Jazz brought in are more defensive or, excuse me, offensive-minded. The defender is really – and a rebounder is is, uh, Ed Davis – so I don't know if you can expect them to be the number two defense uh, like they were a year ago in the NBA, but I still guarantee you that Quinn Snyder will make that a priority for minutes played on the on the floor. You've got to be able to body up and get physical. And I think it's where Royce O'Neal comes into play. The guy can play you uh, on the hip, 
uh, right in the chest, and I think that's one reason why he also earned a, you know, earned a spot to start was to be maybe a, a helper for Rudy on that defensive side. We've seen a different, a couple of different point guards brought into Quinn Snyder's offense, and we've seen him develop some of these old dogs, you know, guys that have been around the game for a long time. And now he's got a new one in Mike Conley. I'm wondering how quickly Mike Conley can pick up what Quinn Snyder is asking him to do and, and how quickly everything will make sense to him. In, in your experience watching those two together, how much are they clicking, Bowler? How much, how much are they on the same page? Oh, they're on the page, and it's it's a work in progress, no no question. In the sense of, you know, hands as you know, man, you got through coaches, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, my football knowledge is this: when I hear different cadence, or from a quarterback who comes in, or you get an O or defensive coordinator who changes the verbiage. So here's Mike, twelve years in Memphis. He went through a few coaches, yes, but I still think he was involved in and understanding the verbiage of what the Grizzlies were. Now he comes here, and Quinn has a totally different approach with the verbal uh, and, and the hand signal calls. And, I, you know, it does take time. I, I think fans have to realize that as, as talented as he is, that adjustment period of understanding and, and making it a sixth sense again, just you go play and you understand where your spot is. But I think Conley is that elite type of player that will pick it up quicker than most. I really do. And I think he's come a long ways uh, since he – you know, jumped on the court. What he missed a couple of first games of the regular of the uh, mm-hmm. preseason, and again, I think it was to to make sure that you know he knew his uh, his way. But it's a complicated system. The way they channel, you know, players into R- Rudy and 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 Quinn, as you know, is an absolute um, you know fanatic in the sense of position. And and I got to go back to your football knowledge. I mean, it's angles, right? It's hips. It's it's where you plant your hand. It's what shoulder you use and gaps. And I think in basketball, there's some similarities there because he's very. I tell you, I don't think I've ever seen a coach that you know wants the position of a hip or a hand or a shoulder to force a player, uh, an opponent, into Rudy. And so those little things are are what you need to watch for. And I think once you get on the floor here in the first week. Those things become more, uh, let's just say, uh, secondary. You don't have to overthink. You just react. And hopefully the Jazz are getting close to that. And we'll get a good taste of what, where, how far they've come in a week uh, tonight. So are you ready for another one of these, Bowler? I mean, uh, what is this, number 13 for you? No, man. Let's go 15. Wow. Isn't that amazing how quick it's gone? I, I just sit back in amazement sometimes and – the late great Hot Rod. I was able to work with him for four years before he, you know, simply retired after doing, uh, you know, television and, and radio in his final uh, four years with the Jazz. And you know, those are fun times. And now, you know, with Quinn, it's just a, it's um, and what Dennis and they've developed at the Zions Bank Basketball Campus. I mean, they really have taken it yet to another level. And I think that's what's obviously two guys have brought in the interest of of other free agents, which was a big issue a few years ago, but also to have Donovan, Quinn, and Gobert uh, make a big difference when those free agents are, are making some big decisions. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm excited. I get excited every season because you just never know what the unknown factors are. I think health is the biggest key. Keep Gobert on the floor. Keep Conley, Donovan on the floor. And hopefully there's enough depth uh, with this team uh, and you know, a couple of players intrigue me that are two-way guys. You know, Jarrell Brantley's a kind of a big-body, tough guy. He could, you know, you never know. 
if he comes about and plays a minute or two uh, in relief. But you hope, you know, I think in the West, guys, whoever stays the healthiest most likely has the best shot to, to take uh, the Western Conference title in the Jazz by all so-called experts believe they're right in the hunt to be be there at the end. But 82, man, 82 games is a long, long haul. And um, do the Jazz have enough depth to overcome if there's a hiccup or two uh, with that starting lineup? So we shall see. But, yeah, I think fans are excited, more than excited. Uh, and all the years I've covered the Jazz, except for 97 and 98, uh, when you know the Jazz went to their first two NBA Finals, it's been a long haul. And there's been a lot of expectations. A lot of interesting players have come and gone with Boozer and D. Will, um, you know, coaches with Ty and, and, and Jerry's retirement, and now Quinn Snyder. Uh, this is this is something I haven't seen for a long, long time covering this franchise. And uh, I say, let's play, let's get it done. Mm-hmm. Well, Bowler, always a pleasure, my friend. Have a great call tonight, and uh, look forward to catching something again here very soon. Hey, absolutely, Scotty. By the way, I get your phone call today. All good. Thank you. Okay, good. I was, I that was didn't. just a uh, that was just you know you and me. I was going to ask you out to lunch, but um, you know one of those. And hands, you can come too. I mean, absolutely. I'll be there. You know, I don't know. If I have enough money to to cover the bills. <laughs> <but. laughs> you, you take the two of us. We got some problems. Oh, Sorry, you already man. you already made the well, invite. Was, <laughs> so, you know, it's already out there, Bowler. I got to keep hands away from you know like you know uh, barbecue or something like that. I mean, I know what it's like. <laughs> Him and his uh, Traeger grill. Come on. Yeah, man, we, we eat some food. There's no question. Absolutely. Hey, you're the best, Bowler. Appreciate it. Thanks, hey, Bowler. Hey, we'll see you soon. Guys, thanks for the call, and uh, go Jazz.